Hi, this is Danny, the GM from the Lost Omens podcast, and Mina from the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, BeardedDragonGames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at BeardedDragonGames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. You really want me to host this now? Yeah, I'm, I told you I was done with this show. <laughs> All right. True believers, welcome to It's Thursday Night. It's time to fight or at least get yelled at by Chuck. All right. Because it's, wait, did I roll a wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol, Plavog. I am your brand new host, Tim. Oh, we're finally alive, Bale. Has a computer. Uh, France. <laughs> with me, as always, is uh, Dan Cole. Hi. Uh, always who you know is is always here always in our hearts and always in our farts if i'm not here i'm upstairs that's true that's true (laughs) uh also special guest this week big chuck from elite eight showdown making an appearance on our marvel crisis protocol show welcome chuck how are you how have you been good Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Bye. Absolutely. So one thing that we always like to start this show with, Chuck, just mm-hmm. since, you know, this is your first time here. Yep. We do um, games played and hobby thoughts. Sure. So we like to start each episode with kind of what we've been doing throughout the week as far as our hobby stuff goes, uh, as well as take a look at what game we played on Monday night when we did Oh Yeah, the Power Phase over mm-hmm. on the Twitch live from Bearded Dragon Games and Hobbies. Okay. Um, Dan, I believe you played a game this week. I did. And what what faction or affiliation, I guess, is what the kids are calling it now, did you play? At Spider Foes. The Spider Foes. Yeah, I played the Ten Tickles. The Ten Tickles. Where all the characters had some kind of tentacle gimmick. All right, so you who was... so cool. So, <laughs> so who was on the roster? Uh, so we had... Who did I have? Venom, Carnage, and who was the other Spider Foe? Dr. Octopus? Dr. Octopus. He's got tentacles. Mm-hmm. And then there was Omega Red because he's got tentacles. That's true. And then there was Angela because we played 20 points. And I think it was last week Zach Duncan uh, argued that she kind of had tentacles with her ribbons. Yeah. They're living ribbons. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, like, it's close enough to tentacles. And out of all those characters, she's probably the character and model specifically that has close to, if not 10, while the others don't don't really have that many. Dr. Octopus has four tentacles. That many tickles? Yeah. So. You know what you could do with all those tentacles? What's that? You could like and subscribe to your YouTube channel, bud. Wow. That's a great idea, yeah. actually. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. No Man. problem. Glad I'm, you know. Um, Rest. And you played, ag- man, guys. you played against me. I, uh, I was playing uh, a list that Zach Duncan actually put in the YouTube comments last week. That was a 20 point cabal list. We, it was Sin-led with uh, Boss Crones, Hydra Bob, Mystique, 
So if you're not forgetting already, you got a lot to go. Yeah, I got a lot to go. Uh, Bullseye. Bullseye. And then there was two more characters. There. Bob. You said I Bob. said Bob. Uh, Baron, Baron, Baron Zemo. And Viper. Viper. Right, she didn't really do much, so it's easy to forget. Wow, rude. She <laughs> definitely got thrown into Hydra Bob twice. <laughs> you know, as far as uh, dodge rolls go, she provided the most damage to anyone on my team from my own team. <laughs> it was too bad you only had size twos for me to throw. I also regret only giving you size twos to throw. But we played what? What uh, crisis side did we play? The Mayor Fisk. Oh, that's right. The witnesses. Mm-hmm. And another one. <clears throat> Rubble. The alien ship crashes downtown. Oh, the Cree Power Core. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, Rubble's on the double. I, I think it went pretty well. Those were. Uh, it was a neat two crisis eye to see together. Um, I thought they moved. I thought there'd be a little bit more movement of the objectives themselves. The yeah. Yeah. But I also misread how those how those games were. <laughs> right. We always were like, oh, that's how it happens in like round three. No, uh, but I like that one because it was it was all or nothing in a lot of ways. Everything yeah. was worth two points. So it was big gains or not a lot at all. Well, and in a standard game like that, generally you have someone controlling each each uh, player usually controls one of the sides. And then you're kind of fighting over the um, the Cree power core. And that's kind of what it turned into. Um, yeah, let's right. let you have it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Doc Ock found it because he's a genius. He was. And then uh, you, you took him out relatively quick and Mystique stole it and ran away. She did. Um, very stealthily. Very, very longly. Longly? Some might say. Longly, yeah. stealthy. Yeah. And I said, bye. I'm not going to chase you down. Yeah, that's that's also true. Uh, Carnage did some absolute decimation. He was disgusting. Second, in a good way for me. Yeah, this time I, the first time I used him, he kind of flubbed it. He didn't roll very well. I never got to do a paint the town red and heal back up because he just kept getting people down to one, as always happens. Yeah, but round two, this game was insane. He dazed three people. Three people. He attacked at least three times, mm-hmm. if not more. I think I moved him and attacked. And then use Paint the Town Red to attack again, and then use the Tactics card. I always forget what it's called for Carnage, where he can move. Carnage Rules. Yeah, that one. And then he attacked again, and it was just insane how much damage he did. That first attack roll, five dice, he got seven hits. Yeah. (laughs) And you'd block maybe one or something. Yeah, probably. Um, Yeah, so he took out, who was it? Was it? Did he take out Bob in the first round? Bob Viper? No, it wasn't. No, he was in the, they were on my left flank. Carnage in the middle. He took out Mystique and Sin. Zemo. And I think and Zemo as well. Yeah. Yep. Cause, yeah, because I pulled I pulled Sin over so she could be affected by the bitter rivals I'd used on Baron Zemo. That's right. Which made it just a little bit easier to take her out. Because it was like, if I can daze a bunch now, and if I can keep up this, this output, then I can oh, yeah. remove models from the table, which worked out pretty well. Absolutely. You had seven. I did have seven, and they Ooh. they went down just as quick. <laughs> they did go uh, down pretty quick. I think you KO'd at the end a total of four out of the seven. Pretty sure, yeah, that sounds right. And everyone was flipped except for OG Boss Crowns. Yes, he was Ooh. a tank. He was. I also didn't attack him much. He was, uh, as far as like pain goes, I felt that he was pretty like inured to it. Yeah, accurate. 
Yeah, and I had all uh-huh. everybody flipped on my side. Carnage was dazed when we ended, so he would have flipped. Yeah. Except for Venom, who was still at full health because he healed himself attacking Bob. I, I don't <laughs> think I attacked Venom at all. I don't yeah. know how we got. Oh, he yeah, got think, damage to him from the witness. I, I think, think it was, was only from only... the witness he got hurt. So at one point I was like, well, I have power on him. I might as well. Uh, we are Venom into Bob. Yeah. And heal those two damage on him. <laughs> Venom. He was a great control piece that game. Not He rolled well for attacks too, but he was more. He, he took care of Bob and Viper by himself. Yeah. With taking no damage in return. So he did his job. Mm-hmm. Bob uh, also did his job of never actually leaving the board, regardless of him being dazed literally every single round of the game. Uh, yeah, I think I did a total of like 10, 12 damage to him. Oh, yeah, he's a tank. <laughs> With his six total stamina. <laughs> but as far as hobby stuff for the week, what have you guys worked on? What have you done? Have you painted? Have you sculpted? Have you clipped? Have you modeled? I... I painted some varnish on Mysterio's helmet the other day. Okay. And put them back in the display case. But no, I haven't gotten around to, to more of it lately because I, I, I just have Amazing Spider-Man to finish. And I just haven't had the motivation to paint the webbing and whatnot and all the stuff on his base that I don't want to paint. It's been almost a, an epidemic of... Uh, like a slump, like a painting hobby slump where just it's maybe it's the this type time of year when the seasons change, it gets colder, just nothing's getting done. I, for the first time in a long time, got nothing done in my backlog of painting or model building. Wow. Um, it says a lot. It does. And by the first time in a long time, I mean, I am on the longest streak I've ever been on uh, of not doing anything in, in that vein at all. Uh, Chuck, I know that you are a pretty big avid painter. Uh, have you done anything this week? Nope. No. No. I didn't, I didn't touch a paintbrush. I mean, I, I could see that you've probably been a little bit nervous, excited, <coughs> titillated that you were going to be guest starring on this week's episode of Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? So yeah, it probably yeah. kind of was most of the your consumption for the week. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I've been I got burnt out from painting everybody else's stuff um for them so i just don't care about painting stuff i had a weird thing happen with my lizard where i put like a glaze i get it was more of a glaze than a wash i, I guess not something about it but it sat on top of all the raised edges and none of it ran into the recesses oh and that picture you sent in the discord was wild because it kind of looks like you dry brushed it yeah with the way that it's on yeah i don't know parts. what happened or how it worked or because I definitely went all over that model. Was it during a full moon? I don't know, man. Ooh. I just work here. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was, I, at some point I'm going to get that lizard done. I just don't care. I don't care about him anymore. I don't know why. I guess I'm just so turned off at the idea of ever putting a paintbrush to a model ever again in any capacity of any expertise or existence um that i probably would just sell all my stuff to the first person who gave me two thousand dollars you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) so if you'd like to buy my entire uh all my entire collection for two thousand dollars let me know there's five thousand dollars worth of stuff there i did the math today oh wow the same math that last week maybe led us to think that there was four total characters that had five strength builders that were threat three yes tim 
because I would make stupid outlandish statements that wouldn't immediately boost our algorithm because everybody would be correcting me on how dumb I was. Clearly, I just say dumb things on this show in hopes that it wouldn't trigger a bunch of people. So somebody might actually watch this show other than like the three people sitting here. Clearly, I'm just dumb, Tim. I don't have genius evil minded ideas where I just sit around and go, you know what, you know what boosts algorithms mm-hmm. that I learned and got my minor in uh, internet marketing in college interaction with posts. And you know how you do that. You just get people to scream at you. So thank you for everybody who corrected me. Uh, thank you for all the engagement. Our last video has probably the, some of the most comments uh, than any other video we've ever put up. You're welcome, Tim. <laughs> Imagine you like the evil genius strumming your fingers together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, those of you listening and watching this right now, I know your immediately gut reaction is fine. I'm never going to correct Chuck again. That's exactly what he wants. Don't do that. Don't don't you dare do that. Uh-huh. Don't, don't dare yeah. not correcting. Chuck. Don't. Yes. Don't definitely correct me on this video. And then again on the Facebook post and then over at our Twitter at top tier casual when that post drops, definitely don't do it over there or give us a follow. Definitely don't do it on our Instagram at the professional casual. None of those things. Don't ever correct me ever again, because that might help our algorithm. And then maybe somebody else might actually watch this show. You'd be a dummy if you did that. Um. I did take some photos and I looked at Miniature Market. Uh, and if anybody wants to cry a little bit, they bumped uh, their arrival date mm. for Blade and Moon Knight to December or January, December 2021 mm. or January 2022. Just a bracket. So if you were thinking we were going to get anything in October, apparently not. It sounds like not even this year. Yeah, it doesn't sound like we're going to get Convocation. We're not going to get Dormammu. We're not going to get. <sighs> blade or so people already have hulkbuster and yeah the uk marvel. apparently got already got everything like, yeah so the dark prince and tarquan and chat have been painting miss marvel and <laughs> yeah. the convocation this week yeah so thanks guys <laughs> rub it in yeah. <laughs> uh yeah it is what it is i don't yeah i really don't even care anymore about anything the wait's gone on long enough that it's just like i'll be happily surprised when they show up i've been buying other things lately because there's a hole in my gaming budget that hasn't been filled by mcp so i gotta fill those holes man yeah Yeah. buddy yep yeah actually kickstarted a a miniatures game last night i'm gonna look up what it's called because i can't remember now neat so we got a bunch of news this week we got uh an overhaul for the guardians of the galaxy which i am absolutely stoked for yes uh i have long loved this affiliation regardless of their crappy affiliation leadership ability Mm -hmm. that's true you have always played them unaffiliated played them unaffiliated yeah you took the tower power bottom 10 played them during the league except for you never actually ran them you always ran them unaffiliated uh, I ran them twice unaffiliated out of the five league games that I played. Yeah, did you true. ever actually use the leadership ability if you did have them affiliated? I did. And it was in a it was in a wipeout where I used it on Nebula just to make sure I killed the final character that was on the board. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, actually I used it in Chuck and I's game as well. Uh I didn't I think I yep. Yeah. So I had Star Lord up. 
It was on the one where we were teleporting around. You had Medusa on there, and I used winging it to make sure that Star-Lord stayed alive to be able to jet set over and then use the power gem to count, I think, Medusa's victory points as mine at the end of that round. Yeah, you ran that, you ran that game unaffiliated. I just edited it. Uh, Star-Lord was, was on the table. I, he yep. absolutely was not unaffiliated. Okay, then you need to watch your wording at the beginning of that video. So head over to our YouTube when that video drops. Oh, correct him. And uh, correct me. See if I'm wrong. You know? But what they did, and this is something. That yeah, let's talk about, about a bunch of bullshit with this team, shall we? Oh, is that not what we're doing tonight? Okay. <laughs> wasn't sure. So they redid the affiliation leadership ability for yep. Guardians. And it is absolutely marvelous it's a lot yeah. better than what i thought it was going to be i like how they basically just got rid of the the card bullshit and you get three winging it tokens during the power phase yeah and you just you, give it to three different people and they can spend it to re-roll up to two dice each <clears throat> like but there's there are some caveats here mm -hmm. it's one time that you can re-roll up to two dice and then you, and I assume you discard the token after you've used it? Yeah, because it's spend a token. Right. So it's an all or nothing. Right. Right. There, there, there may be some confusion about that on the internet that I saw. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. That's it. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what was the confusion? People thought that you got, if you had a winging a token, that you could re-roll during that round up to two times. So like, let's say, so let's say I'm going to make an attack in my activation during round one. I could just reroll one of those dice and still hold on to one. And then if I got attacked, listen, I don't know, man, it's the damn internet. Oh, Who so the that's, fuck a, knows? that's a weird way for people to read that. I don't know. They're idiots. Look at the thing. Um, <laughs> But no, it's just like an all or nothing. So you have to decide whether you're going to spend both at that time or not, which I think is interesting. It's an easy, it's a good, easy way to balance it. Because it's an all or nothing reroll. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And at the end of the round, they all get removed, which, okay. I mean, I, I understand why they put that in there, but. Yeah. So you can't stack a whole bunch. <clears throat> so no matter what, at most you have three on the board. Correct. And never from the way well, that I read it, more never more than one per character. Right. Because choose up to three allied characters. Yep. Now it doesn't say different, but it says give each chosen character. So if you choose a character more than once, they only receive it once anyway. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. Right. We can't give them multiple. It doesn't sound like you can give them multiple winging of tokens. But they also gave them hit and run, which was mm. desperately needed. For mm. This fits so well. Looking at the card, I was like, oh, yeah, he didn't have that. Yeah. So it's, yeah. He, he had like this. a 50% blank card initially. Yeah. It's just nice that he has something to spend power on other than full auto, which is a great attack. Correct. But it gives him... Any options. Yep. <laughs> they kept plucky attitude, I believe, just the same. Mm. Um, I This is perfect. This is a perfect rework. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not too much. It's not overpowered. It's not. It's 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 great. He's a very great, well-costed leadership of three mm -hmm. threat, you know. He's solid. And he uh, he was so close to being real good before. Correct. That it was like, OK, he's not bad. Mm hmm. He was. I don't think he was ever bad, other than his leadership. Do you have ability, the old card? But yes, he's did a they, solid. Did three. they flip flop his stamina? Nope. He was always six and then five. Was he? All right. I thought he was five and six for some reason. 
Yeah, it was super weird because that was like, especially in the core box, was kind of a bad guy thing. Like you started with higher health and then yeah. got lower, and mm-hmm. he was the first one to, uh, I think maybe the first one that got very lower. near the beginning. Look at those abs, Dang. All right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. It's jacked. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. I think it's solid. Uh, I saw a meme today of the the Homer Simpson disappearing into the bush meme, <laughs> except it was. Um, Sam Wilson, Captain America, disappearing and then coming back out of Star Lord. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. I oh, mean, that's a good one. I, I I really like that. I think that's a really well welcome change, and it's going to put Guardians actually back into somewhat relevancy, which I am just absolutely stoked for. Yes, because they're super fun anyway. I like all the characters in Guardians. It was just was like, why would I play Guardians when they essentially don't get a uh, leadership because it's so correct. Especially when their tactic cards are good. Like the Guardian specific tactic cards I want to use mm-hmm. if I take it. I don't want to use them to get a couple re-rolls. Yeah. Like it's that's not- why you bring bitter rivals. So I don't need the re-rolls as much? No, 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 no. So you can just get you can just use that card to throw it away since you forget to play it. Oh yeah. I did use it on Monday. That's Fine. true. 50% of the time I use it every time. Okay, Meta Chaser, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so we also got updates for Groot and Rocket. Groot's was pretty straightforward. Uh, all they changed is they increased the range of his strike, which was so desperately needed. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, and Doubled they, it from two to three. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Living Plant got reduced to only once per turn, which... Uh, the, and, and granted, this is was a huge reason why I really always adored Guardians of the Galaxy was the throughput on his heal was net positive. So yeah. regardless of how much damage you took, when it was his turn, unless you wanted to spend it and waste it on something else for some reason, you could full heal every single turn without fail, <laughs> which was awesome. Uh, but that is now gone. But now we can attack from further away. Yeah, that range three is is such a different two to three is such a boost. It it really is. It's, it's literally double the distance from three inches to six inches. So mm-hmm. like going from three to four is nice. But like, I, this is a, a, a larger increase. Correct. That and that plays into rockets change as well um, in, a, in a huge way where these kind of compound on each other because it's I believe it's often been said that they are not two separate characters. They're one threat five. And with those changes, it really plays into that because what they cha- changed mm. on Rocket was the personal bodyguard is now range two. Mm. So Which it re- needed to be. It there's, really there's, did. There was no sense. It never made sense to me that it was only range one. Well, then every time I played it, I always assumed it was range two and I didn't get in there. I was like, oh, it's only one. That's stupid. Why is it range one? Mm-hmm. Right. But it being range two with Groot having a longer strike now is just awesome. It opens up a lot more options where they don't have to go hand in hand, like literally Correct. holding each other's hands across the table. Range two is a good, makes a lot of sense. The other huge uh, boost for Rocket is they made him nimble. So he now does not. What's that? Is it a new superpower? Yeah. It's only the second time we've seen a whole new superpower that I can think of. Um. Oh, as far as like actual name convention and everything. Yeah, that's fair. Well, like Hulk got a, a new superpower with the change. Now Rocket has a new superpower on his card. He didn't have this before. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like Dan's really excited about the fact that they're giving him new things. 
No, I I, I, okay. I agree. I didn't know because like Star-Lord got hit and run, which was a new superpower for Star-Lord. True. I didn't know if yeah. you were saying it was a yeah, brand damn, new one. That idiot. We, <laughs> I guess with Star-Lord, we, we, haven't we seen had before. predicted that he would get that. So it was, it was like, okay, good. He needed this. Rocket, it's like, oh, this is cool. This is brand new and different. So, and one of the, the best ways to deal with Rocket initially was, oh, just throw Groot into him. Yeah, dead. And now, number one, Groot can be a little bit further away. And two, he's not going to take any damage from it, which is He's immune baller. to being thrown. He's immune to being thrown. He's immune to being thrown. That's what it says yep, right, right there. there. Nimble. Yep. Cannot be thrown. You know what I mean. You know? You Thanks, do. Dan. Um, <laughs> do we want to explain that one? No. Nope. <laughs> you could find out if you went over to patreon.com slash professional casual. As well as one dollar get access to our Discord and see where I corrected Tim. Uh, only after Dan did, because I didn't get that far in the chat. <laughs> as as we know, one of Chuck's favorite things to do is be more like Dan. Yep. So I try to be. I I I, I aspire to be just like Dan. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe they changed anything else on him. Correct? He still always benefits from cover. He's still size two. Um, size one. That's what I said. <laughs> you know what I meant, Dan. Two threat. But yeah, it's only one size one character that we have. Hydron Enforcer was always four energy. I thought it was three. Yeah, it's always been four. Oh, all right. Then I was joking. <laughs> That's it's very fair. Do you save your favorite for last here, Tim? Uh, uh, no, Bullseye wasn't in this update. But Gamora <laughs> got <known>. some, <laughs> well, some boss stuff. Hold on. Stuff. You, yeah. Wait, you said something that I thought was interesting. You said that like, these characters were always designed to be taken as like a five threat instead that's of like, how I've re- seen people refer to them online. Sure. Yeah. But that's actually not true. Everybody took rocket. Nobody took Groot because rocket could stand by himself as a two threat. And he was a solid two threat, yeah. but it was never like, yeah, everybody will take rocket. Nobody's taking Groot unless you're having a funsies game. They've now made it where like Groot is worth taking with rocket every time for sure. Especially if you're playing guardians. Um, and I even would argue if you're going to take rocket and like out of affiliation, taking Groot actually might be worth it now. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Groot actually has some playability here at a stacked hitting like a four, but he's actually a three. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. I think he's, I, I, I don't know. I think it's cool. I like it. I really don't. I get the idea because also was he did they increase his uh, rockets mystic? Was he always three mystic? Yeah. All right. Maybe I've just never actually played this game before. Um, <laughs> I don't really think he needed nimble. Like the whole the whole thing is that he's literally a glass cannon. They've just now made him slightly more durable. Dumb. Stupid. I think it was a dumb move on AMG's part. Um, they should just throw the character out altogether but uh i don't know otherwise then now i see them always being taken together i'm a little surprised that he just doesn't suffer damage from collisions he can't be thrown as opposed to he doesn't suffer collisions with other characters like is that how kingpins work is he also just i mean says he does not suffer damage from collisions as well okay i think so i I could see i i'm a little surprised it's not just doesn't suffer collision from um, damage from collision with other characters. He's like a big boy. If you throw rocket into a car or throw a car at rocket, it probably oh, yeah. still hurt. But yeah, so Kingpins is specifically only other characters, so you can throw cars and stuff at him. So, so I'm a little surprised Rocket doesn't have the same thing there, but I guess it's the idea that he's so little he can just like flatten himself down and the car misses him, kind of yeah. thing. 
or if he gets thrown he does like a cool like ninja flip and bounces back on right him. yeah you try to throw him he just grabs on your arm yeah yeah so last update for the guardians was gamora who they made a lot tankier she was, needed it real bad she did they 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 filled her up in the one hole that she had left uh which was her durability mm-hmm. they gave her an additional um stamina on both sides yeah Gave her stealth, which with deadliest woman in the game or in the galaxy, <laughs> deadliest uh, woman in the game. And by that, of course, I mean martial prowess. Uh, there's a she now has like a vanilla World of Warcraft hunter dead zone where there is only one area you should be attacking her from because you can't attack her from three out. And if you're attacking her from within two, she can potentially use martial prowess and do damage back to you. Mm-hmm. So you have this weird little dead zone between two and three, where. That magic three inches. That magic three inches. Sometimes that's all you need. Spit on it first and then get in there. But is that all they changed? Was it just those two things? That was it, yeah. It's she just really didn't need much. little pip of health. As I said, the, when they initially play tested her, she was just tearing up the board as a four threat. Mm-hmm. So they thought hey, making her more of a glass cannon really fit. And then as more and more things came out, they realized she was too glass cannony. And she was taken out too too many yeah. characters could one shot her with five health. Correct. With completely average defenses being three, three, three. So giving her that extra little pip on both sides, making it six, six mm-hmm. is, is a huge difference. It's really hard to do six damage with one attack. Right. Yep. So I, I think this I like both these changes. I think we see stealth almost too often. I think it's a, a superpower that's all over the place, but I don't think it's inappropriate here. If she's supposed to be like an assassin, she should be good at hiding. So yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. Yep. I completely agree. I, I'm excited to use her again. Um, I didn't use her the last time I played Guardians, but now I, I'm stoked to have her back in lists. I know Danny will be really excited that she's just better. Yeah. Because she loved Gamora already. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, she's harder to take off the board. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's difficult for me to not like anyone with a long movement. Yeah, I love long movement. You know, Viper comes close, <laughs> real close. Ugh. But I need to. I just need more experience with Viper and and get a decent game out of her. I have not seen her perform on our show yet. Yeah, so every like, single game she's in, she just gets punked. Um, so on this past week, I had I set her up to do some great things, then I just couldn't roll literally any successes on her spender. I was like, oh, I can get over here. I can teleport. It's range three away. I'll teleport one away and then I'll be able to go back and claim the point and just whiffed Whiff. every single dice she threw. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I liked it, though. Yeah, because it was against. Me. Listen, it looked cool. <laughs> like she was jumping around. She was teleporting. She was shooting guns and throwing swords. It and... was crazy. She actually got power on her to do the teleport. <laughs> right. Yeah. Bob gave it to her directly with his head. <laughs> <laughs> but. So we also got some new updates uh, today, earlier from the stream. Yeah, like half an hour ago. Um, for Valkyrie, Enchantress, and Medusa. First impressions. Nope. In-depth analysis. We have Valkyrie, who they didn't change a whole ton on, but we, I think there's been few nerfs we, so far. Shuri and Modok and some of those just had um, the whole modified dice step clarifications. Um, but Dragonfane, actually, this is what I felt was kind of a hard, hard hit. Uh, Dragon Fang now only flurries on a crit in a wild. Granted, it's still seven dice. It's still another free attack, but I mean, that's going to 
should very legitimately cut down the amount of times that that is happening on a regular basis. No longer as reliable. They also reduced something. They did something they with her throw. They increased the power cost of Asgardian might of her throw from yes. two to three. Which, which it's still only huge. size two. Yeah, a 50% increase for a size two throw. I mean, granted, it she's a threat three character. And I it does do terrain features or enemy characters. So you can still chuck cars. Right. And most characters the, in the game. Yeah, the vast majority of characters. I think the idea is that when it costs two, she could do it every single turn because she's Asgardian, gets two power no matter what, unless mm. she's stunned or poisoned. Yeah. But so making it so she has to do a little something to be able to Asgardian might make sense because every anybody else outside of Vision in Steve's Avengers needs to build up a little bit before a throw. So I'm pretty okay with that change. I often forget that she gets that additional power for being an Asgardian and that kind of being able to charge round one before you attack and mm-hmm. and stuff like that is, it, you know, it's pretty solid. I think she's still a good three. She might not be like top three anymore, but but maybe with other changes that are happening, she's still good. Yeah. Or should be. She, again, she never performs on our channel for whatever reason. She <laughs> likes to charge in and flub. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> And then roll no defense or uh, positive defense dice. I don't know. Chunk. I don't know how I know Dan's never watched a game that I've ever played with, <laughs> with Enchantress. You've played games? Yeah, one time. And I had Enchantress. <laughs> That's fair. She's st- she stole and held objectives. That's literally all I did with her all turn. That's <laughs> what I use her for. Yeah. Um, I don't remember her defenses being 225. I thought they were 335. Oh, Enchantress? Yeah. Nope, oh, they were uh, 225. Oh, all right. Oh, that's right, because she, she has the... That. Yeah. yeah. Um, Siren's Call, them editing it... Are we talking... We're talking about Enchantress still, right? We were talking about Valkyrie, but... Oh, were we? Next. Yeah. My bad. Let's go back to Valkyrie. Um, Dumb. <laughs> here's what... And here's why I say Chuck's that. hot takes tonight. Uh, I... Would have just rather... I don't know what I would have rather seen... I don't think she never performed well for me specifically. So, yeah. Um, I don't think Dragon's Fang needed the adjustment. That seems like a hard, a hard hit to her. Like, was it legitimate? Yeah. Before? Yeah. Yeah. To add a crit and a wild, that is kind of hard. That's like yep. pretty intense. Like, I would have rather have seen it if they were going to adjust it, change it to a hit in a wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. trying to pull off a crit in a wild. Yeah, I know it's seven dice. Yeah. But I don't know. Then lower the cost to two. Take her in the new guardians, and she could potentially re-roll two of those. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna be she with that change. She definitely wants any source of re-rolls on Dragon Fang to get the flurry off more consecutively. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it was a good. It was a good nerf. It's fine. I know. Uh, like like you had said, she overperformed everywhere. Everywhere else except for us, I guess. Except for every time I took Valkyrie, I never got Flurry off with Dragon Fang. I would I would go into the turn, the activation with her, kind of hoping for it and planning for that to happen, and then she just doesn't, never rolled the wild, and now she has to roll a wild and a crit. So it's like, well, I'm, I'm just Dragon Fang's a single attack for me. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> like I, it's I, still a good three power, you know, being strength seven and gives bleed for a three threat. Like it's still a good attack. Mm-hmm. Um, Xavier protocols didn't break down who was taking what was where was she ranked on that? 
in comparison to she dropped she's dropped every season has she okay because yeah. like dan had said it would make sense if people were taking steve rogers avengers why she would have because she's on the avengers on the avengers list so it makes sense that she was that good and i guess in a force two being able to bounce more energy over to her yeah, yeah. um so i guess i i guess i get that I don't know. It just it just feels like it was it was an un <laughs> again, she didn't perform well for any of us most of the time. So right. I, I don't know. It's fine. I mean, whatever. I don't I, play this game. <laughs> I do think it's really cool. She's one of few characters that round one, turn one reliably, like almost without fail double move and then throw someone. It's a really great start to the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Get off this objective. <laughs> Or double move and attack with a charge. Like, I, I really like her. I, st- I think she's still really good. And they didn't really hurt the most important thing about her, which was being able to do those things reliably. She has a charge. She has a throw. She is as guardian. You can still pretty well. I mean, it hurts. turn one, you can move and charge. And then you're almost certainly going to have the power next turn to as guardian might and yeah. attack more. I just, I think of her, and I, and I, and I know she, she was taking other affiliations that weren't Asgard and that's what made her so much better. But I feel like in Asgard, a team that already struggles to perform either really well or to get the most bang out of their threat buck. Mm-hmm. This this was more detrimental to Asgard specifically that like we probably maybe not won't see her anymore in Asgard get taken mm-hmm. or she will drop to the lowest because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I want to see more as guardians to help fill out that list so there's more options because they still only have five. Yeah, we need a Heimdall, like real bad. I'd love to see Heimdall. I would say every time Warriors 3 and Sif would be amazing. Sif for sure. I don't think most people know who the Warriors 3 are. They need to look it up then because Volstag the Vast? Come on. Listen, I want a big fat guy with a red beard. Like, absolutely. But. Was he bald? Uh, no. No, no you didn't. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be yeah. into him. Wait, where's he, where's all pink? Nova. He's like, I'm a gigantic fat dude with a big red beard and a a pink suit. Like, who cares? Like, come at me. You're not going to hurt me. Why? What's wrong with men wearing pink? Nothing. But he owns it. Well, he sticks out. He sticks out. Oh, fair. He doesn't care about camouflage. You're not tactical. Um, I will. All right, let's talk about Enchantress because I got got thoughts. Okay. Because I thought that's who we were talking about. (laughs) Because you reversed the order from what I thought we were doing. So, Gotcha. I'm going off our Discord over at patreon.com slash professional casual as well as one dollar get access to our Discord. Mm-hmm. I was going through that order, so I was really confused what you guys were talking about at first. Yeah, sure oh, thing was on it in the Discord. He was like, Hey, it's new stuff, throw it up yeah, there. And I was real. like, Thank Oh you. shit, oh, I didn't realize this was coming out today. This is great. I guess they did a, they, they revealed these on the stream today, a little hidden reveal instead of on their usual like uh transmission post. Mm. So thanks, sure thing. So what's up with Enchantress? What do you want to talk about with her? <sighs> Why don't you go over the card first? Okay. I'm still trying to f- figure out all the words that I want to say here. <laughs> gotcha. So the big change is that they made Amora's Kiss an action, uh, which is a, a hard, hard nerf. This is where you can steal a asset or civilian token mm-hmm. from the enemy. So hugely powerful ability. Correct. Uh, outside <laughs> that, Siren's Call yeah. went from being able to be able to only target a single character once a turn to only being able to use total once per turn, which is the other nerf that she got. So I will say this, that I think Aurora's Kiss in general was starting to balance itself out 
and that more crises were coming out where asset or civilian tokens weren't existing anymore. So she was losing that ability altogether, mm -hmm. which was one of the big things that you bring her for. Or you can counterplay if you know your opponent is bringing uh, yeah. Enchantress. And now that you don't get to select the crisis that you bring. Correct. If you are bringing crisis that only, you know, you would you would have to extra plan for it now, right? All three crisis that you'd have to bring would have to have an asset or civilian token. Mm. Or actually all six, I guess. Because, regard, you know, what? It, well, no. Assets, assets and reds are only yeah, reds. Yeah. So, you know, little things like that. I so I'm not I'm not totally mad that it's an action now. Yeah. Because I guess I kind of always thought it was an action, maybe or something. I still hate that it's range one. Yes. I want it to be range two. Well, and for me with this, with that being an action, it's the same cost as enthrall. I'll probably just enthrall instead. I can do it from further away. I don't need to put myself into danger being actually up there in person. And if I do daze them or kill them, then I can just pick up the asset token. Granted, it's a guarantee versus, you know, just me whiffing on another big attack. But <laughs> still, I feel you can do it safer from further away. And you're and, putting out conditions. And you're putting out conditions. Yeah. I do find it surprisingly changed to an action since we got Black Cat so recently that has the same ability with a different name. Yep. It's not an action. Isn't it? I just checked her card. It's okay. not an action. Her master cat burglar. So are we going to see a change to that too, I wonder? Like, are they going to make all of this? Because uh, right then and there, Black Cat is a three threat. Mm -hmm. And it's a it's literally the same thing, right? Yeah, to choose an enemy character within one, move one asset or civilian token the chosen character is holding to this character. The character is, This character is now holding it. Right. So like... And it costs three. And it costs three and it's not an action. Like, I understand this was specifically a nerf because Enchantress was the most taken character in Xavier Protocols. A lot of people had complained that she's just too powerful. Mm -hmm. And I get that. I, I, I totally do. It just... I think if you're going to make an action, they should have increased it to range two. Also, because she's a four, because she's a fourth threat character, separating her, making her slightly better than Black Cat would have been cooler. I so I completely agree. I think they should have increased the range on that if they were going to make that an action. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, range one is very limiting. You're talking an inch. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah. that's not a lot to. Play I mean, she is in she is in danger yeah. of, of getting smacked in the face. Yeah. Yep. You give them an inch, they think they're a ruler. You know what I mean? But and outside that, the siren's call change. Uh, honestly, I'm not sure. Like that's fair. It limits a. I didn't. I again, and probably this. I don't know about you guys. Didn't realize you couldn't do that more than one turn. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was real specific. You couldn't. You could only do it to a character once per turn. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't just move somebody a bunch of times, which I thought made perfect sense. Changing it to just once per turn. I guess I haven't gone up against Enchantress that many times. We don't take her that often on the channel. Right. I think if she's so high up in the meta, we'd like stay away from it. <laughs> like, I well, don't want to play the real good characters. We want to play the well, B no, team. I think it's just because we don't run Asgard. We rarely yeah. run Asgard. She's only she's only on Asgard and we right. tend to try to stay except for you. Try to stay in affiliation when we run stuff. And so sometimes it's really hard to fit a fourth threat as you're out of affiliation. Right. Character. Yeah. Right. That's kind of that was my point. Makes sense. Yep. Thanks, Dan. Um, uh, I don't. I don't know. Granted, I see it because, especially with Amora's kiss, the fact that she could pretty reliably set herself up to get a bunch of power with the way that spurned affection works, um, especially yeah, in a cabal list, she was normally pretty flush. So to be able to go up, move everyone away, move the guy with the asset token to you, 
and then take it from them before you, you know, finger guns and moonwalk away. Like, right. yeah, That's it was a, a lot. A lot you could do on her turn. You yeah. need to, so you're you still to, going? I thought you get two actions. Right. And so now you need to be significantly more intent on what you're doing mm. because you can only use uh, Sion's Call once per turn. I'm, I don't know if it will happen, but I would very much like to see how well, like, I would like to now see her get played a bunch. Like, I think a lot of people are just going to immediately see this and then, you know, come December of next year when these cards finally drop. <laughs> that's not that's not even a joke. They said I, December of next year. They said Q4 of 20 of 22. Which would be like. I think the thing we saw said it was Q4 this year. that these were dropping. Yeah, when they first announced these at Mini Stravaganza, they said before the end of the year. Okay. At least the PDFs of it, not probably not the physical cards. That right. That's what spring. I mean. Well, that's because some people make statements that uh, we're not using them until they are physically released. So I'm saying when they get released in Q4 of 2022. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I think immediately everybody's going to go like, "Well, she's four threat. She's now super handicapped in a lot of ways, and then she's just going to drop to." I wouldn't say power bottom 10, but probably around 12. You know, power what I mean? bottom 12 or top 12? <laughs> no, power bottom 12. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Like she's not going to, she's not going to totally bottom out. Yeah. Cause there are going to be some people who are just hard on for her. But I, I think, I don't think you're going to see him too. I much. mean, she still does the things she needs to do. You just need to be a lot more intent on using it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can, you can very much make action economy mistakes here and ruin your plan. Right. Well, before I think, you, you could kind of do whatever you wanted and still pull it off. Yeah. I think what, what we'll see is everybody will drop out. Then a few really good players are going to bring her back and everybody's going to forget how to deal with her again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, I don't know. I'm not upset about it. I, I really liked her and I never used her correctly. Like I never used her, uh, not correctly, effectively. I never used, I never mid-maxed her abilities. Yeah. Um, and I still always really liked her. So. I still think she's really good. It's still asset stealing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like any way to get, to literally take victory points from your opponent is still a powerful ability. Yeah. So we, I think she's still solid. She's just not like as top tier four as she was. One of the few hard counters to something like stacking a bunch of hammers or or something along those lines on a, a near unkillable character like She-Hulk that you don't want to target or New Hulk. You Ooh. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. Oh God, four hammers on New Hulk. Right. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's only one at a time, but still full send. I like a situation where no, those weren't words I meant to say. The difference between these two, between Enchantress and Valkyrie, that if I'm playing as Guardians, I think I'm still going to take Enchantress over Valkyrie every time now. Because I almost feel like Valkyrie's, I know she's a three, but I'd rather run a bare-bonesed Loki and Enchantress with, um, what's his nuts, Thor. Yeah. And, and just maybe run, instead of trying to mid-max all my all my threats, but I also love Loki in comparison to Valkyrie. I also right. love Enchantress in comparison to Valkyrie. The, all they did was just make me not like Valkyrie more. And I already didn't like her to begin with because she just never performed for me like she did for everybody else. See, that's the, the downside with Loki now going forward with the new gem rules is that if he's in your roster, you have chosen beforehand whether he has that gem or not. So mm -hmm. he is yeah. a little bit more locked in. You can't be as freeform with him, which also hurts um star lord as well being able to have that flex single point to throw uh to make weight 
Netflix single point so huge. It I want to see something else in the game that's one threat that we can throw in here and there. Mm-hmm. So also, now I'm thinking about because we were talking. You know, I re- forgot that he was a gem bearer. Why don't we? Why are we not getting characters that are allowed, that can take gems again? Like what? Why? It seems like that whole gimmick has just been dropped off. Yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, After Thanos, there hasn't been a single one. Like, it's just weird. Uh, no, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange came after Thanos. I guess he did, yeah. I was actually looking at the first 50 today to see what constituted as the first 50 released. Um, And yeah, Doctor Strange initially on my first pass through on MCPDB uh, was was number 50. But also didn't take into effect that um, MCPDB also listed uh, revised copies of things. So I was just like, oh, there's 10 per page. I go to page five, last one, top 50. Not the case. What was like? What's revived? Oh, because they have like Steve Rogers and C Rogers revived. Yeah, revised. So there was a couple that were listed twice. I think it ended up going up to Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil and Bullseye were the. That's it. Were the end of the the fifty. But see, it doesn't seem like that far in. But you know, when you start with ten or twelve that we got in that first wave. Well, see, and granted, there wasn't a way to organize it by release date because the release date, depending on where you are, has been all over the place. Yeah. So that top fifty also included. Uh, Sam Wilson and uh, War Machine. Yeah, because you can't go by like that. Are they going by CP number? Or are they going by release date? Are they going by American release date? Or are they going by UK release date? Right. They said first 50, and it's like, we don't know what that means. There's so many different ways that could go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will find out when we find out, I guess. Correct. Because they don't seem to be clearing that up. Yeah. I mean, what I've the, seen. Yeah, the, the new card thing. for Hulkbuster might come out next week. You know what I mean? Like, so... <laughs> But and then our final one. Yeah, I'd like to specifically blame Dan for this. Medusa? For what? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because you complained. And, I did? Yeah, and as per usual, you got what you wanted in life. I did say that she was one I thought needed a little bit of a tone down. <laughs> yeah, and so they did. Hard. Thanks, AMG. Appreciate it. So she's got her next her... thing you know, Bitter Rivals is gonna get banned. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so for my instead of restricted, which yeah. is perfectly acceptable. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll get restricted. I think the only thing that's changed in her is her braid bash attack, which is what made her the uh, arguably the best mm, for. No, there was a second thing. I just don't remember what it was now. So her braid bash, they the, they changed two things about it. First was that the the push happens before damage is dealt now, mm-hmm. which is huge. Yep. It's not as easy to chain together her flurry, which now also only activates on a crit and a wild. Same as Dragon Fang. Yes, oh, it was just braid bash. Never mind. I mean, that's I mean, if they were going to do anything, that was the thing that put her over the top. That was what everybody complained about was her yep. double braid bashing, pushing you to- small twice after everything was done. It was too braid bash was always a five. I thought it was a four. Nope. It was always a five. I definitely played that wrong a couple times then. Interesting. Maybe you were shocked. Or the target of uh, bitter rivals no because i forget those things constantly um no i because i i don't know maybe maybe i was always only play days um <laughs> again same situation i wish the flurry wasn't a critical in a wild i wish it was a hit in a wild yeah because i already struggled to get flurry off half the time anyway right i never got it i don't know why everybody was bitching that flurry was too powerful because i rarely ever got it I, I was always fishing for it and it never it never hit for me. 
Um, granted, I don't think I ever really played Medusa out of affiliation anyway, so maybe affiliations that did have rerolls inherently built into it. Well, she has a uh, yeah, she has a built-in. I built mean, in for role. herself at least, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe maybe that was the trick. Maybe taking her in affiliations that allowed her to re-roll even more, even more. I don't know. But I I rarely ever got flurry off, and it was infuriating because that's the whole point. Infuriating. <sighs> I'm really glad I'm just a guest on this show. Um, <laughs> I think the the change to the push would have been kind of enough there. I can't remember what my recommendations were when I said I wanted her toned down a little bit. But I think changing the push to being before damage so it's harder to capitalize on that flurry. Yep. So you have to be fairly close to still be within range three after a small push. Because she does have a good range on that attack too. Yeah. Um, changing the flurry to a crit in a wild does seem a bit much. It is five dice with a reroll, so obviously it's not impossible, but you're not it's not anywhere near as reliable as it was. Um, also, the the trigger for the push in general is a wild now instead of just being if damage was done. Oh, shit. That's OK. Yeah, that's different. Good call. Good catch. Um, so that was. Yeah, I, th- I think that is a little again, a little too much. I. I. I don't know. I mean, she's only a, th- a fourth thread and they treated her like she was a uh, a five or I don't know. She's a fourth thread that was hitting pretty effectively, but I feel like they nerfed her as if she was a three threat hitting like a five. You know what I mean? Like like they they handicapped her a little too much. Did the, the size and the size didn't change. And so it's still yeah, a three. three. I almost would have liked to see an automatic push, but make it a size two or less. Hmm. And then and then still make it um, before damage is dealt. Either make it a wild, but have it happen whenever. Yeah. Or make it automatic, but damage or the push is done before the damage is dealt. I could see the size two thing, but it really doesn't limit her much because there's just so few characters. I mean, great. Yeah, she's not pushing Thanos or, or Black Dwarf or whatever as much anymore, but Wizard. she's still pushing 90 percent of the the character. Yeah, there's only like four characters, Tim, that are size three. OK, That's true. <laughs> you know um i i don't know this is one i'll have to see how it uh, plays out i'm pretty okay with it because she was widely considered the best four so having her i mean she's still well and that and that was she was only considered the best four because loki was considered a five (laughs) yes so and i think so a lot of that was that double braid bash double short push after oh yeah was massive mm-hmm. so she could do a decent amount of damage and then shove you yeah, oh, really across far across the board <laughs> yeah it's like two short pushes is no joke no especially if they're uh on a larger base yeah for real because if you shove somebody twice there's plenty of size threes that are on a medium base that, that's why i would have liked it as size two i'm okay with that. i don't know enough about medusa in the comics to see like what kind of thing she's done with her hair to to limit that or not i'm assuming that's why they make it size three maybe she routinely moves around big dudes or whatever but yeah i i would i like your idea of not making it a wild but keeping it before damage is dealt and reducing it to size two one of the kind of medusa weaknesses at least in the comics that was always super important is that if you could find something to get her hair tangled in Similar to the spokes of a bike or a motorcycle. Oh, no, thanks, Raven's Guard. Um, which usually, <laughs> usually the way to get around that. So you think she should have a new tactics card with her uh, 
remade card in the physical pack? Yes, where she can move long if someone within range two of her uses the motorcycle tactics card because her hair gets tangled up with it and she gets dragged along. <laughs> so it's actually very similar. So to, she knows she someone else uses the motorcycle. They move long and then she gets placed within one of them yes. because she got dragged along. Exactly. So it works exactly <laughs> like the Ghost Rider one where they get dragged along with the motorcycle movement. <laughs> oh, not that again. Um, I want to die. <laughs> so, so chat is pretty much just delighting me very personally right now a lot. Everyone on the moon does have motorcycles. That's why the Inhumans are there. Because um, everyone would be super jealous of that. Yeah. You feel better? Yeah. 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 I'm actually very happy with that. Um, so do we have confirmation for my other player this next week? Yes. As far as I know, he is ready and excited. Excited. So you're excited. Feel these nipples, Greg. But it's a quote from one of the greatest cinematic masterpieces of all time. Basketballs. But, you know, you know, what's real quick. You know, what's really sad about that? He's not the first person who has said that to me. That particular line? No, that basketball is one of the greatest cinematic Uh, movies of all time. I don't know if it's just like a joke I don't get or if it is actually one of the greatest movies of all time. I watched it once in like middle school and it was pretty bad. Uh, I made reference to it in the past with my students and they just look at me and it's like crickets. And I'm like, I can't recommend this movie to you because you're too young, but it's a movie. It's pretty dumb, but it's funny. You watched it in middle school and you didn't like it? Because I feel like if you watched it after middle school, there's no chance you will enjoy that movie. <laughs> it's just it was just so and I know I I guess when I did watch it at the time, I thought it was pretty good. I like the concept that they made a sport where there wasn't all the trading and whatnot. Yeah. But so much it, it's just <laughs> that's what I got from it. Yeah. <laughs> I just so to much be fair, that is the premise of part of the reason they made basketball was that. You know, football teams are moving from city to city and they're trading players like that was the whole reason they created the sport of basketball. Mm-hmm. But I I, I I enjoyed South Park at the time, but I found this one not nearly as funny. I, I, I felt really, like it tried too hard to be super edgy humor. That's fair. The the sensor bars in the locker room scene is pretty classic, though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that said, though. One uh, one thing that we're very excited for this next this upcoming Monday on Oh Yeah the Power Phase we will be featuring a, a new um, player, a new challenger, a emotions. new challenger. We'll be doing a teaching game with Tyler, um, Danny's brother, yeah. your brother-in-law. Correct. So he's fresh back from Alaska, he had his brush with the Bears. He's back now, and, they, and so and we'll announce it here first. Uh, coming back from Alaska, uh, AMG has yet to announce this, so we will announce it for them. Ursa Major going to be coming out soon. Um, Tyler could see them making Ursa Major from his house in Alaska, so <laughs> figured we might as well get that in the game. Because you can see right to Russia from there. So, mm-hmm. very realistically, wish list, uh, I would love... Uh, Red Guardians. Yeah. Oh yeah. Team. Yes. Because uh, I just I started reading World War She Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a thing. 
Yeah, it's it was apparently it came out in July and uh, Marvel Unlimited is now putting them up. Oh, like super the, recent. Yeah. Oh, um, where that. it's uh, She-Hulk is having even more trouble controlling uh, the Hulk side of her. Like she's oh. she's kind of going even crazier than Bruce, like Bruce Banner side oh. of Hulk. Uh, and it is like full blown roided out version of She-Hulk, which I absolutely love. OK. Um, and she's developing powers more and more where she pretty much uh, havoced uh, in Russia where she like gamma exploded kind of and, and caused a bunch of problems. OK. Um, and the Red Guardians were like, hey, you're on trial. We're coming to get you. And they were hiding her in the sen- sentient. I don't know. Some. Apparently it was like a well, used to be a person or a big giant or something. And then uh, Tony Stark turned into a to a lab like Master Mold or something. I don't It's not Master Mold. I think it's like one of the old ones, like what Galactus fought, fought or whatever or not Galactus. One of the Eternals. No, or not, not the Eternals. Eternal. Sorry. The, the big uh, giant floaty things that look like a Galactus, but they're not. Um, Noel. Noel beat the crap out of him. And has Celestial. Celestial, yeah. Yeah, I think it's one of them. I don't know. I didn't read the few issues that led up to this actual start. It's in Avengers, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, Gotta look this up. forgot how dope uh Ursa Major is. And uh spoilers, three, two, one, don't listen, don't listen, don't listen, don't listen. Here it comes. He gets capped. He becomes well, Captain America. Yeah. This. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Yep. He's the biggest red 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 uh red widow uh gave him that honor real hard. Oh. Yep. So good go. for him. Yep. Guy spoilers over. Um <laughs> anyway, yeah, it just made me I was like, this team is dope. Yeah. Holy crap, I want I want this version of this team. Mm-hmm. Super dope. Also, uh Skullbuster. Skullbuster. Don't no idea who he is. Just Hasbro released a figure of him, and he looks dope as hell. I got. He looks. He looks like. He looks like edgy Cable. (laughs) It's all edgier. Yeah, like he paints his face like a skull. He's like. He's like if Crossbones and Cable were a person. Yeah, he just kind of looks like Boss Crones, but like edgy. He's got like spikes on his shoulder pad. Oh, he's got a bandolier of uh, like armor piercing rounds. Yeah. So he's like, uh, who are those two dudes? The the Dudley brothers? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> is he actually like a comic character? Does he just all I see is pictures of this toy? I don't know. I don't know, but he looks super dope as hell. Did I get that name right? <laughs> yeah, the Dudley boys. Oh yeah. 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 Oh Bub- yeah. Bubba Ray and Devon. Heck yeah. Yeah. That's what we need more in this game. Get the tables. Mm. Looks like Hero, he has Hero a robot clicks. arm. It's his Hero. right arm, though, is a robot arm. Yeah, I think he's just the evil version. Um Shout out to Heroclix. They made like a WWE Heroclix game. Really? Yeah, it's like a every game is like a Royal Rumble, though. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of neat. Okay. Cool. Um, any other wish list you guys got? What's the chat say? Chat have anything? Oh, wait, a Hulk Man Iron Buster. Yeah, of course. <laughs> good thing that good thing that guy who came up with that doesn't come on the show anymore. Yeah. 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 He's the old one and dunner. Yep. But yeah, I'm super excited to play another teaching game um happy to have some new fresh blood on the mm. channel and that's someone that isn't uh and yet still cole related yeah he's well, not a cole, cole adjacent but yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's good you think he'll get too salty think, no you think tim's gonna miss that 
I mean, I'm sure he does, uh, but Tyler's not going to get salty. He's just going to be like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's neat. I think he'll have a lot of fun with it, though, and I think people will enjoy Tyler. I enjoy Tyler. He's a good guy. Yeah. Gray hair. He cut most of it off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he had a sweet dog, the bounty hunter, like mullet going. I was really hyped for him. Uh, as far as wish list characters go, the Dark Prince uh, said slapstick. I would adore oh if they made a Mercs with Money team so we could get Slapstick and Stingray and Madcap. I actually love Stingray's look. Yeah. If it's who I'm thinking of. And Terror and... Well, Whirlwind. I don't think he's part of that team, but I always like the look of Whirlwind. I think it's Whirlwind. With the buzzsaws on his forearms. I'm trying to think about who they... Because all the Mercs were Money were just other people that dressed up as different colored Deadpool so he could do more par- <laughs> more birthday parties. Oh, that's not who I thought Stingray was. He looks lame. He looks like Falcon. Oh, I'm thinking, I think I'm thinking Tiger Shark. Oh, gotcha. Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. <laughs> I was thinking Tiger Shark. I like his look. He's so kind of he's goofy looking. I feel like there was a shark guy in there somewhere. I'm thinking the constrictor. There was these two other guys. There was like uh spanish-speaking deadpool that no one really knew who it was who's just a dude with a knife in like a loose-fitting deadpool costume that would go around and stab people <laughs> um okay it was it was pretty pretty solid it was a great team i'd love to see them in would love game. to see them make that into a movie like add that to like deadpool 3 yeah and for the yeah they actually so yeah i wouldn't be shocked by that at all and they all die in a cut scene real quick yeah and then it's like, it's Danny Trejo just walking around with a machete stabbing people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Solo was another that. one who was pretty much just like bootleg Punisher. He was like a guy that was in the army and now he's a guy with guns that kills bad people. Nope. <laughs> so. Uh, good thing. But yeah, but Slapstick was there, which I always thought was. All right. Unique. Okay. That's dope. I wouldn't mind one of, more of the the old older style Avengers villains we haven't seen in a long time, like Constrictor and Whirlwind. And I think his name's Blizzard. You know, I forgot about we, yeah, we've definitely talked about a sh- Blizzard being on a short list before, but <laughs> you have, um, yes, I, I, conf- I forgot about Constrictor. I, I think he looks pretty cool. We've got that kind of snakeskin looking thing and he's kind of like whiplash Omega red tentacle dude. Yeah. Um, I forget what his tent, what his tentacle things do. I think he can like They're adamantium, aren't they? Wasn't because didn't he fight Wolverine a bunch? Or am I thinking of I think you're thinking of Omega Red. Cyber just had adamantium arms. Gotcha. He but he could like inject dude. you with things or something. He had, he had poison like, stuff too. Bits. Yeah. You know, like Cyber Death Strike. Yeah. I would like I would like cool. an expansion of like a Weapon X program. Mm-hmm. And we could get Phantom X. Yes. Yeah. Weapon Phantom X. What do you think? Do you think we're ever going to see a character drop? That is just fully a support character, like a Howard the Duck or a J. Jonah Jameson or something to that caliber. Like, I think over in the unofficial Facebook group, somebody dropped like a J. Jonah Jameson yeah. card. Yeah. And I actually like funny. I didn't think the card was interesting. And I but I liked the concept of it. Yeah. I like this idea of an affiliate, like a, a new leader affiliation of a cheap leader who's literally just there to give support to other characters. Mm-hmm. I like that as an idea. I just don't, I mean, the way that character was designed, he'd get capped immediately. But he's also just a dude. Right. He's a dude with a with a, with a a grudge against a guy in a mask. I, I saw that one. I thought it, 
they did very well. Yeah, I thought it, it was really cool. Yep. That was a really cool idea. Um, I wonder if we actually will ever see that. I'd like to see one threat characters eventually to help fill those spots when it's like, well, you know, we pulled 18 threat and the, the guy with party decided that, but I can only build 17, unfortunately. And like you have or some kind of uh, I know in Legion, Star Wars Legion, they had a um, they called it a bid where if you played under the point cost, you got some kind of bonus. But I know they're trying to get away from that because people were abusing that. But if you're talking one point, like if you're under by one point, you get something during the game. Even like if it's just starting a few with priority or, or something. something. Yeah, yeah, even that would, I think, would be worth Honestly, it. I would, that might be a little too powerful. But what I would like to see is if you play under a point, and just one, you just have to play under one point. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you play under two or three. It's just as everybody gets an additional energy at the beginning of the first power phase like they just like everybody gets an additional energy so then like asgard get three like you know so you are you are handicapping yourself that if you play under your point limit yeah you, you know you're an extra power across the board right but it's only the first yeah. turn yeah right you know what i mean so it's not it's not game breaking it's not like every turn i get an additional power it but. could be because i see a lot of the meta with things like I'd be able to break this if I had one more power. A lot of the uh, like I need to get up there and get the objectives. If I can interact with more than one thing on the first turn, mm-hmm. it can be a yeah. really big swing and difficult to undo. Um, I did see Sweet Biscuit said Colson. And I feel like right. from what we've seen with Colson and other games where it's Colson with a giant gun, legitimately just a reskinned Bob. You get the tactical maneuver thing because he's used to, you know, m- marching agents around. He doesn't he's... get to come back, though, because he gets dead. But then he comes back. Or then he just has the power like uh, something about uh, Tahiti. Yeah. An Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful, pl- a beautiful place, I think, is his thing. So, yeah, I think two threat Coulson absolutely tracks. But I want one threat characters. Can we have a one threat Coulson? I think we need one threat equipment and buffs. I want that so bad. Yeah. What if I said, what if we did this though? What if one, like a one threat character for every affiliation that comes out, like they just do a huge run of just like, Hey, here's a bunch of one threat characters that are coming out. Sure. To fit into the majority or the majority. Yeah. But you can't take them out of affiliation. Oh, I like that. Huh. So That's like, so like, let's say they drop Jane Jordan Jameson. He can only be taken in spider foes. Like maybe he's the uh, uh, leader. Maybe he's the affiliation leader. And then he gets a rule like Dormammu, where if you play this character, you have to take spider foes. Cause he just rallies everybody to fight Spider-Man. I right. Like, that. like something, something to that effect. Yeah. So like, because otherwise one, one threat characters would get abused for sure. Like they, they are going to then knock Okoye off the mountain. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like just because, just because they're one threat. Right. You know, I, get, so. I, I think I can understand why they haven't made any yet, because it would be really easy to flood the board and just hold all the objectives. It's like, oh, you, you days two of my characters this round. Maybe I have three more. Maybe that's the other balance. Maybe you every one threat character gets a rule that says you can only have one threat character in your roster. Yeah. At this, you know, at this threat level, because the whole point would be just to fill that extra spot if you end up with, you know, right. not the right number of points, because we've talked about the idea of having like equipment cards. But uh, I feel like it was Anthony we were talking one time after, oh, yeah, the power phase on the Twitch where he was. But that can really mess up the balance of the game because it's like you have like a body armor equipment that gives you plus one physical defense that can really throw off how characters are supposed to work because you put that on like Enchantress. Now, it's not as big of a deal. You would you would literally have to go through and say, 
this character can use power like equipment bodyguard like like they did, like with, they the did with the gems which yeah, i thought correct. was super i love what they did with the gems i just want more of that right um like even like we were saying before just having more characters that can use gems i just wish they would base it more off the comics than the movies yeah, drives me crazy M- that drax can't have the power gem we need mgh honestly and mcp mutant growth hormone yeah <laughs> i was like what oh you know that's fair i'll make a you know what yeah i'll say i'll declare now i'll make a uh crisis where similar to some of the effects that we saw like in the separation anxiety event and stuff like that mm. you get mgh you roll a die you get a random mutant power based on what you roll mm. or short movement if you roll a skull yeah. okay cool. for that. yeah i know let's make some crises one last thing before we go Mm-hmm. Non MCP related, but I still want to talk about it because I think I figured it out. Okay, Stiltman, you know him, you love him. Yeah, I've been wanting him in the MCU forever right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stiltman is my favorite villain of all time. I'm declaring it now. I don't even care anymore. Uh, shout out to Lady Stiltman. Um, I think I figured out where he's going to be in the MCU because I'd like to remind everybody, Pan Oswald when he yeah. was making the Hulu Modoc series wanted Stiltman, and Disney told him no because somebody else has it has the rights to silt man and he's like who 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 would have yeah, who, who would have a villain for daredevil originally oh god he's he, like a new york city villain so okay yeah, yeah. he was still, but still he still he Disney. appeared in daredevil like something in the 60s i like a low number in the 60s yeah and pan oswald was like who would have him who needs him he fits perfect into my story yeah. Like, like he's an obscure character that nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. Why can I not have him? And Disney was just like, can't have him. I'd like to point out real quick, Punisher did get picked up. Uh, the original series mm-hmm. is getting brought over. I guess, I don't know if it's remade or if it's a continuation of the Netflix series onto Disney. If you were going to relaunch a Punisher War Journal storyline, the first thing you absolutely do is you put in Stillman and shoot him in the dick with an RPG. That's a season opener. That is a season. That is an issue one. That's how you get people to watch the show. That is literally, yeah, that is yeah. the end of the first that. episode. Yes. Where like he, he's been beaten down. You don't know if he's in our universe or other universes and there's Stillman and there's the rocket launcher and then you get the big like, Wah! like air guitar to like go for the theme music when it goes out and the credits start to roll right after he blows still man in the dick with that yes. rpg yep. that's what i want <laughs> mm-hmm. that is what i want it'll be it really sets the tone for the rest of the series yes exactly <laughs> yep yes i'm calling it When's now the show coming out i want to watch this i uh i think i think they announced that it's getting bumped to 2023 question mark oh it's a real thing i thought we were no it is really the the guy originally who was every good lie is has little flex of truth (laughs) well no like uh well no i'm just this is my assumption this is my assumption i I don't know this for a fact but you know it's true because it's canon now um but they had announced that the guy who originally played punisher in the netflix series did get greenlit for like a revamp of the series um and is coming to reprise the role again Heck yeah, so, he's a great actor. I like yeah, him. I can't. His name completely escapes me now. John Bernthal. Thank you. I always, for some reason, I always think his last name's Martinez, and I don't know why. I must. Be, I'm thinking of somebody else. So I don't. Maybe know you why. played a character with that name. It's like, yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Um, he's well known. I don't know. Shane I, on The Walking Dead. Yeah, Way he played back a good. When Shane. It was good. Um, I like. I like the idea of them bringing those Netflix shows 
for a continuation. Yes, I want to see Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin again. Oh my God, I would love to see Tim Robbins. Um, I think you should leave in the MCU. What? Hmm? Talking about Netflix. Originals being brought to... Oh God, what are you talking about with Tim Robbins? Is it Tim Robbins? Have you seen that sketch comedy show, I Think You Should Leave? No, I haven't watched that yet. It's really absurdist humor, but it is... When it hits, it hits so hard. All right. So hard. And then it's a bunch of garbage, but... Okay, fair. When it hits, it hits real good. All right. Oh, Tim I, uh, You You did re- recommend that to me a while ago, and I just haven't gotten there yet. There's a... I mean, fuck it. Going off, like, hard yeah. off, off topic. It's Tim Robinson. There's a... Um, he was on SNL for a bit. Was never really given time to shine. Oh, I, I recognize There's that. a bit where there's, like, this, like store like clothing store like on main street and all of a sudden a giant hot dog car crashes into it <laughs> and everyone's like someone gets hurt and people are like oh my god who did this like who drove this in here and there's tim robinson in a hot dog outfit <laughs> who like jumps into the crowd and is like who could have done this and just tries what? to sell it the whole time as if like he doesn't know who it is. there's a guy in a yellow and red suit he's like look at that guy that guy dresses a hot dog too why are we blaming him like it's incredible uh, all right okay it sounds stupid and great oh yeah, it's, yeah. it is very stupid it's, it's very on brand for our humor that makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense uh, while we're way off topic i uh double the thing i kickstarted is called Sinjuku battle for japan which is like a one-on-one duel with samurai stuff Oh, which is yeah. it looks really cool. Yeah, we need Silver Samurai. I love. Sam- I would love Silver Samurai. He'd be like a good Viper because he could teleport. <laughs> Four threat Viper, six strength builder. Yeah, he absolutely would. But probably invulnerability too. And he's got a Pierce on it because his sword can cut through like anything. Yeah, that's his mutant powers. He can like make it like real hot type thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets angry and it gets hotter. Auto Pierce. Yeah, Auto I guess Pierce. it could be on a wild. Or maybe one what you get one pierce. Oh, that's that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of invulnerability because of his armor. Doesn't he have something where he can like shine a bright light from the sword or something and blind people? Is that a thing? Or am I making that up? Well, he is silver. He is very bright. Yeah, which means it's also uh he should be immune to poison because silver is antibacterial by nature. <laughs> I'm actually really surprised he wasn't packaged with Viper because they are often together. In the comics, like in yeah. the, the New Mutants, the first 20 episode, issues of that we read, there was a bit thing with Viper and Silver Samurai. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of like, these kids are annoying. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he can teleport too, right? Oh, yeah. That's what you said with the ring. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly what I said. Full circle, everybody. Wee. Thanks, Tan. But we did it. So thank you once again, everyone. Make sure to give us a follow, a like, a subscribe here on the YouTubes. And uh, go check out the podcast version, too, if you want to hear the same thing, but without seeing us. Um, that said, we'll see you next week. And make yeah. sure to check us out Monday at yep. twitch.tv slash professional casual network, where I'll be teaching our new. Tentatively tactical Tyler. Say hi to Tyler for us. Say hi to Tyler for us. I'm really excited about it for you. I am excited about it. I hope he falls in love with this uh, game. Mm hmm. He's on all the time. Mm-hmm. He's then, hey, can I do the talk show part? And then you don't have to bring me on as a guest anymore. That's what I'm leaning hard for. I mean, listen. That's what I want. We are we are on the same page. But have a good day, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>